Hello, and welcome to the Brology Podcast. I'm Austin, a.k.a. G.I. Joe, and I'm here with... Ryan, a.k.a. The guy that shoots lightning from his ass. <laughs> you shoot lightning from your ass? I shoot lightning from my ass. I wonder if Thor can do that. I mean, I hope. I hope so. <laughs> you know? I mean, he is the god of thunder, so... Maybe that just means whenever he takes a BM, it's just really fucking loud, like the whole palace can hear it. That's the thunder, <laughs> you know? Not so much the lightning. Okay, okay. All right, I got a story of the week this week. It's going to be hard for me to keep straight this whole this whole story, but... Nigerian officials have seized thousands of donkey penises that were about to be exported to Hong Kong, an official said on Thursday. Sacks of the donkey male genitalia were seized at the International Airport in Lagos, Nigeria. It's Nigeria's largest city. <laughs> the Nigerian Customs Services area commander had told reporters, it was falsely declared as a cow male genitalia, but after due to examination, the export officers discovered that there were donkey male genitalia. I don't know how they tell the difference. I want to know who at the airport is like, that's their job, is to be able to tell the difference between different animals' penises. <laughs> yeah, like for real. A total of 16 sacks of the genitals were seized. 16 donkey sacks. Gotcha. (laughs) The investigation has been launched to find out more information about the seized items, the Customs Service said. Although seizures of donkey genitals meant for export from Nigeria is rare, donkey skins are known for being frequently exported or smuggled out of the country. In July, the Nigerian Customs seized $116,000 worth of donkey skin being smuggled into the country from neighboring Niger. Nigeria is trying to curb the export of donkey skins, which has has dramatically diminished... No, it says drastically. Drastically? Yeah. Which has drastically diminished in the country's population of the work animals, particularly in the north. Nigerian senators in 2001 proposed a ban of killing of the donkeys to export them for their skin. Well, anyways... What the fuck you think about them? <laughs> Dude, what? Like, I get it, right? The Chinese are fucking weird, and they think eating different animals like nuts and dicks will make them, like, fertile or, like, virile, and then, you know, like, they don't have to take a... Just take a fucking blue chew, man! Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why would you sit there and just choke down an entire donkey's dick? Yeah, I just... The fact that there were sacks of them... The, my biggest question still is who at the fucking airport was like, wait a minute, these don't look like cow penises. <laughs> <laughs> like, so why, why is it okay to export cow dick, but not donkey dick? Because I guess they're more rare. I, I, I Or they're a work animal compared to like a food animal like the cow, I guess. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, I want to know who the fuck the guy was at the airport that was just like, wait a second, those aren't cow dicks. I recognize that dick. Like, why do you know that? Why are you an expert in animal dicks? Why are you working at the airport if you're an expert in animal dicks? Or are you contracted? Does the airport hire people that are experts in animal dicks? Because they get so many animal dicks coming through. There's so many questions here. (laughs) For real though, like, I'm speechless. Like... (laughs) They they have an expert on fucking cow dicks. And apparently donkey dick. Like, I, like that is... I, I don't know if it was SNL. 
or or what fucking like sketch show it was, but there was one that literally had like a a, a segment that was like guess that animal penis, and it's like that was such a j- funny joke. But then now that I'm hearing that there are people that that's actually what they do is determine animal dicks. Why is that your job? Why have you been studying that? Who pays you? And can I get that job? <laughs> you just want to look at animal dicks all day? I mean, I just feel like it would be fucking hilarious to be like at a cocktail party and someone be like, oh, Ryan, what do you do for work? Well, I identify different animal genitalia for the, you know, the import and export market. You do what? I look at animal dicks. <laughs> I'm an expert in animal dick. You want to see a donkey show? <laughs> you want to see a fucked up donkey show? It's interspecies erotica, fucko. <laughs> Man, I remember the first time I heard about a donkey show. I was like, what the fuck is that? For those of you out there who don't know what a donkey show is, it has to do with a horse, actually. More more often than not, yeah. Yeah. And normally a woman, sometimes a man, you know, Mr. Hands. Yeah. But it basically fucks them. Long story short, if you don't see that, Google donkey show. Well, you might want to use a VPN and like an onion proxy. Well, I mean... Tor browser. There's probably... You can probably find that shit anywhere, though. But, you know, the FBI might be at your house. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely don't watch animal porn. That can get you in big trouble. For sure. I mean, now, if you make it, send it to us. But don't, you know, don't get caught with it. And if you want to really see one, just Google Mr. Hands. God, that video is so fucking brutal. It's not even the video itself that's so fucking brutal. It's the fact that, like, you... You find out later that the dude died, and so it's like, fuck, man. It's almost like, remember that video of that dude squatting on the mason jar, oh and then it God. shatters? It was a pickle jar. Yeah, pickle jar. Yeah. Oh, God. I heard he died from that. I don't know how true it is. No, he didn't die, because I saw things with him like later. Um, like not necessarily like more videos of him squatting on pickle <laughs> jars, but just like interviews. Well, could you imagine getting interviewed after that though? Like, yeah, that'd that's be embarrassing what you're famous as fuck. for yeah. now. Just like ma, <laughs> <laughs> like you hear him scream at the end of the video. Yeah, and then I heard a story that like his family was home or some shit. Yeah, his mom. His mom had to take him to the fucking hospital. Imagine trying to explain that shit to your parents. Like, yeah, uh, I stuck a pickle jar up my ass and it broke. Now I'm bleeding profusely internally. I need to, I need medical assistance now. Give me a medic! Ah! <sighs> How many people do you think over in uh, Afghanistan and Iraq shoved pickle jars up their ass just out of boredom? No, I think they usually stick their dick in goats. Uh, I meant our people. Oh. Probably a few. I'm thinking a few. Yeah, with some of the stories I heard of just the boredom over there, I could see. I could see it happening. What? They make sex toys. Quit sticking glass bottles up your ass. I mean, shit. When was the last time you took a peek at some people's OnlyFans, man? Like, I got a dude uh, that works for me that, like, he lives on fucking OnlyFans. And it's like, every once in a while, he'd be like, dude, check this out. She's sticking, like, a glass bottle in her ass? Yeah, just random shit, yeah. You know, because you're paying them, you know? You know, you're they're you're sending them money and then saying like this is what I want to see. How much money would it take you to shove a uh, uh, pickle jar up your ass? There's there's no amount of money because the time that it would take to even get to that point where you could do it that's years. That's years of dedicated 
just training. You know, that's like becoming an Olympian, but for something you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> They're going to make a fire. Or it's like the B&E Pain Olympics, now that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just shoving pickle jars up your ass. Oh, God. By the way, look up B&E Pain Olympics. Don't look up B&E Pain Olympics. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, that just brings back bad memories from my childhood. John showed me that when I was like four, 13 or 14. Yeah, John would. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Cortland. He would be the one. but So I found out years later that a lot of that is just special effects. Like, a lot of it was uh, people that were basically in, like, going to school and stuff for, like, special effects and stuff. And they were doing that. Like, they would make little videos for it or whatever, like, as a joke. Right? And then it all just kind of got compiled. Like, some of it's real, but some of it is, like... You know, it's a fake dick or, or whatever. Like, still doesn't change it, though. If y'all know what the hell we're talking about, Google B&E Pain Olympics. I mean, you might regret it, but Google it. Would you say it's better or worse than Two Girls, One Cup? I'd watch Two Girls, One Cup all day over fucking B&E Pain Olympics. What about Five Girls, One Pitcher? I haven't seen that. I saw Five Girls, One Finger Painting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five Girls, Finger Painting. That one wasn't too terrible. But Five Girls, One Pitcher? That took it to a whole nother level. That was... Go ahead and give me a breakdown because I hadn't heard of it. So in Five Girls, One Pitcher, there is literally a part in it where they're taking turns like holding each other's assholes open and then puking into them and then taking a spoon and digging it back out and then feeding it to each other. Oh, God. That makes me want to gag. Yeah. Yeah, you think? (laughs) Yeah. I've only ever seen it the one time. The one time. I'd watch like 30 seconds of that and be like, nah, I can't do it. I mean, I watched it to completion because I'm not a pussy. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just the one time. And I, God, I was 14 maybe. And, yeah, it's burned. It's burned into my brain. Like, I was like, even now as an adult, like looking back on some of the shit that I voluntarily watched on the internet just because, oh, the internet, it's a new thing. There's all this crazy stuff on here to watch. There's all this, all these crazy websites. Let's see what shenanigans I can get into. I'm like... Fuck. I choked on my own spit. I'm just thinking about this nasty shit. But yeah, I was just like looking back on it now. I'm like, fuck, dude. What the hell was wrong with me? Why was... Like, Why would I, hope I voluntarily my, do that? I hope my kids don't watch like ninety five percent of the shit I've seen on the internet. I don't think they have. I don't. Even, I don't. I don't even know if they'd be able to find half of it anymore. You know how hard it is to even find two girls one cup anymore. It's not easy. I hadn't looked for it in a very long time. So I... uh, look, somebody at work was randomly trying to find it the other night, like just because it came up in conversation randomly, and somebody was like, "Oh, I've never. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I've never seen it." And we were like, "Ho oh, oh. ho." So he tried finding it, man. It's hard. It's hard to find that shit anymore. Like honestly, the internet's pretty fucking sterile compared to what it used to be. If you have the right websites, you can find shit easy. Again, though, you need like a Tor browser and stuff. You got to go to the dark web now to get that well, shit. Not necessarily. I mean, if you look at it at the right time and have the right websites, you don't have to. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times, a lot of those websites are blocked here in the United States, which is another reason you need like a, a proxy server and stuff like that, so you can like hook up to like Koreans, Korea's internet, and then look for that shit. Like I remember whenever uh, that Buffalo massacre happened. Like, that shit was online, like, fucking 30 minutes later. Yeah. That shit was bad. It was real bad. But anyways, 
The subject at hand today, Nikola Tesla, Thomas Edison. Two geniuses in their own right that spent, God, what was it, almost two decades just duking it the fuck out over whose ideas were going to become the fundamental infrastructure for the United States. And we all know who won, technically, even though... It don't look that way in history. Yeah, it really doesn't. And it's even sadder to think of how that man ended up considering he won. He won the war. Yeah, yeah but... Huh. I was going to say some stuff, but we'll get into all that. Yeah. So, Ryan, before we get started, opinions aside, who do you think's ideas worked out better in the long run as far as AC versus DC power? I mean, I know that's kind of a given, but... I mean, definitely Nikola Tesla, right? AC won. AC is the winner. Everything everything in the world is run off of a alternating current except for small closed systems right so like your car or um like your fucking like your solar panels or whatever if it's a small contained system it's going to be dc now okay i'll go ahead and break this down for everybody basically what happens is edison wanted dc power but the thing is they'd have to have a power plant like every two blocks Yeah, yeah and the amount of copper cabling necessary to make it viable was ridiculous like the You'd have to have cables like six inches in diameter to, to power like a city. And that's just an obscene investment in raw material. And that's one thing that we'll also get on to later on is about the companies that would hurt if we went to AC at the time. Because a lot of these companies that were putting money into power at the time also had money in copper and rubber. And so there's your power lines right there. Yeah. Like, even with Nikola Tesla, as we'll talk about a little later on, the guy that ended up buying his AC patent or whatever you want to call it, he owned the cables and the copper company. So whenever Nikola Nikola Tesla brought up the fact that he believed, you wouldn't really call it Wi-Fi. I mean, essentially, basically It's like Wi-Fi power in a way. Wireless power. That's what I'm thinking of. But um, he Nikola Tesla said, hey, I, I believe I can do wireless power. And he proved it. He proved that it was capable and over huge distances. Like there's there was a, a, a not an experiment, but a um, God, what's the word I'm looking for here? A, a um, performance, right, that he gave in front of a bunch of investors where he literally was standing out in a field almost two miles away from one of his wireless towers And was able to just hold a light bulb up in the air, not connected to anything, and it lit up. Yeah. And the thing is, it didn't take off the way it should have. Like, if someone come up with that nowadays, it'd be like that. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, is you actually have a lot of, like, think tanks. Like, DARPA, right, is trying to push for that development of that and everything else. Because then you could have electric-powered vehicles and, and machinery and everything else on, like, the battlefield and stuff right like you just have to have your mobile tower and then everything on the battlefield could be powered wirelessly right it would yeah. make it so that you wouldn't need batteries and all kinds of shit to power you know weapons armaments whatever and it's like you were saying right like the only thing holding this technology mac is the fact that there are so many industries embedded into the way we have things set up now that's kind of why there's such a huge pushback uh, against like renewable energy is just yeah. because there's already just so much invested in things the way they are now. 
Yeah, it takes so much like to redo the infrastructure to get everything ready to be green. Yeah, and you know, all these companies aren't willing to like transfer their business models to try and be part of the new movement. Like we have the technology, resources, and money right now to basically redo the entire world's infrastructure to run on a hundred percent renewable energy and it would all be wireless. Yeah. Like Right now, we could do it. Like, if every single company, government, and everything all threw resources at it, in, like, five years, the entire world could be green and wireless. Whole world. Yeah. And then we'll also get into about how later on, like, after Tesla had died, the FBI actually sat on his house for a year looking for different documents and stuff. Because Nikola Tesla, he invented some wild shit. And there's some conspiracies about some of the shit he invented, like the earthquake machine the death ray yeah like there's there's some wild shit too which i can't wait till we talk about the death ray man like did you really look up like how it was supposed to have worked that shit is fucking wild i didn't look into the death ray that much oh man that shit's fucking wild (laughs) but then everybody knows thomas edison he's invented a lot of shit too he invented um well he's accredited with the the light bulb he's accredited with the um phonograph that's what I was thinking of the phonograph. Yeah, like so, you know, as far as like historians like to give him credit for, they credit him with the light bulb. Now, the light bulb had already existed for almost 60 years before Edison got his mitts on it because it wasn't even so much the fact that he was the first one to invent a light bulb. He was the first one to be able to figure out, or him and his group were able to figure out how to make a light bulb burn for a really long time without burning itself out. Yeah. That's what they did, right? And then it's the same thing, but we'll we'll get into all the crazy shit going on with him and his inventions because it's uh, I don't know, Austin. How do you really feel about Edison with his inventions, man? Cuz it's like I I a lot I of don't his feel inventions safe calling him an inventor. I call him an engineer, yeah. right? I was going to say cuz a lot of his inventions it wasn't on him. It was around I guess you would say the think tank that he was with at the time. And he would basically just come in, finish off the product. Yeah. Somebody would say, Hey, I have this idea. And then he could figure out how to make it work, but he wasn't an idea guy. Now, Nikola Tesla, on the other hand, he was a true inventor. Like he didn't have a shit ton of people helping him out. He did probably 95% of his shit by himself. Yeah. From idea to concept, to fabrication, to implementation, like Tesla did Everything. But, um, so let's, since Edison's going to be the biggest thorn in our side in this whole discussion, let's go ahead and dive into him, man. So, okay, so uh, Thomas Alva Edison was born February 11th, 1847, died October 18th, 1931. He's widely considered as one of the greatest American inventors and businessmen. You know, he developed, a like we said, a lot of fucking devices, right? So he's credited with bringing electric light to the world. He's credited with making it possible to record the human voice and music and everything else, right? Like, so every time you turn turn on your Spotify and everything else, the fact that you somebody was able to record that is accredited to Edison, right? Like, every time you go and watch a new Marvel movie when it drops in theaters... He's credited with inventing the the motion picture camera, like just on and on and on and on. He's got all of these accolades that just kind of get thrown all over him. And are they deserving to a certain extent? Sure. But then there's like a lot of gray area there. Like Edison, honestly, was uneducated, right? 
he did not have a formal education at all. Like he basically stopped going to school in elementary school. Like as much education as he actually got was like some real basic math and how to read. And you know, I'm you know credit where credits due. The man dedicated his entire life, like all of his free time, to study. Like from the time he was a child, he just insatiably read books and uh, newspaper articles and tried to get his hands on magazines and and stuff like that to advance himself. In like he <clears throat> he often t- said that he had a curiosity that was so vast that it was borderline dangerous like his parents apparently told stories about him burning down the family barn one time just because he was curious how it would fall apart under the heat and like he just did wild shit as a kid just out of curiosity and that kind of carried him into his adult life and honestly his adult life was kind of sad really like married to yeah. One thing about him, he actually lost his job because he was tinkering with a battery, a lead battery, and whenever he was messing with it, I guess it busted open and leaked the sulfuric acid, and it went through the floorboards onto his boss's desk, and he ended up being fired the next morning. Yeah. You deserve it, dick. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, Edison starts off life as kind of a good dude, honestly. He kind of does. Like, a lot of people talked about, like, how generous he was and, and like, you know, jovial and blah, blah, blah. Like, apparently he was just super charismatic. Like, everybody liked this guy, right? Like, he marries his first wife. I think he was, like, 20-something, like 28 or something like that. She was 16. And, um... But, you know, he was obsessed with his work, so it's like, you know, all the only time he was really home with her was to just crank out another kid, and then he'd be back to fucking work, and as a result, she ended up becoming like a morphine addict and everything else, and an alcoholic out of loneliness, which eventually ended up taking her life. Yeah. And um, he just, he was just absolutely obsessed with his work, and the older he got and the more obsessed with his work that he got, the more and more of kind of a curmudgeon and kind of a fucking dick he became where he would put together these think tanks and he would have all these brilliant men working for him and they would be like hey you know we came up with this and if it was something that edison didn't agree with or let's say he'd already started marketing another idea he'd fire him or he'd get rid of it like he would shoot himself in the foot just to be a dick about it like i mean nikola tesla actually worked with him briefly he hired tesla um to to try to convert the dc power well, to make DC power commercially viable, right? Yeah. And when Tesla was basically like, I can't. I cannot make this commercially viable, but Here's, we can do this, and it'll, and it'll totally work. And Edison was just like, nope, fuck you. Pack your shit. Get out. Yeah, because the story behind it. Now, there is no proof to this. This is, I guess you would say, a conspiracy? Well, there's one document. It's but, not signed but in it's any not kind signed, of way. Yeah. But basically, the story is that Edison hired Tesla to create or to make DC power where it could be widely spread. Well, this is where Tesla came up with the AC power. And he, well, I guess I should say Edison told him that he'd give him $50,000 if he could figure out how to do this. Well, Tesla's like, okay. And he's like, bit. <laughs> he yeah. fucking, he's like, I can do it. So he ends up making, he can't figure out the DC power. So he comes up with the alternating current. And pretty much uh, Edison's like, nah, nah, we ain't doing this. And uh, 
No, well, he's... actually, he's like, no, I'm not paying you for this, and that's yeah, when... And he was like, I've already started marketing DC Power, I'm not going to go back on my thing, blah, blah, blah. And Edison's like, basically tells him that that's not what he asked him to do, I guess you would say, and yeah. that he was just joking about the $50,000, and that's whenever Tesla was like, no, fuck you, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Edison, though, he was, like like I was saying earlier, right, like, Edison didn't really invent things he he all he would he was good at taking something that already existed and making it work better right so like he made his money he made his fortune and his name and everything off telegraph right i was gonna say i think his first patent was on uh the first electronic voting machine if i'm not mistaken well yes and no so like he started off his career as a telegraph operator right and he was obsessed with morse code hell that's how he proposed to his first wife was through morse code right and um, as a telegraph operator, that's when he actually learned how to, quote-unquote, invent, right? Because he wasn't a scientist or anything when he was working as a telegraph operator. He was just like, I'm the best telegraph operator ever. But he just started kind of looking at how things worked, and he was like, well, shit, I could do this, or I could do this, and then this would work better. And so he ended up putting out a bunch of patents for, like, a telegraph machine that could send and receive multiple telegraphs at the same time. And then a few years later, he patented a device that would turn telegraph information out, printed out onto a piece of paper. Like, you could basically communicate it into a typewriter that would print it out as actual words on a page. And so that's actually what allowed for international or national and international newspapers to exist was because of his creation there. But again, he didn't invent the telegraph machine. He was just like, hey, I can take this and make it better or do something different with it. And it was the same thing with the light bulb. Light bulb already existed for 60 years. You know, it's photo tube, filament, fucking run power to it, right? It's honestly kind of a simple concept, but nobody could crack the code as to what kind of setup you needed inside the bulb to make it so it could burn for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Yeah. So he figured that out, and now he's credited with inventing the light bulb, even though, like I said, light bulb had already existed for decades. And then it was just like with the recording device, right? He was actually at a show in London where another scientist was talking about this uh, idea for a... Um, alternating diaphragm, which is how Graham Bell invented the telephone because he was at that same conference. And so now Bell's invented the telephone, right? (laughs) So now Bell's invented the telephone, right? And um, Edison's like, hey, I can take that vibrating diaphragm that Bell used for the telephone and I think I could make it translate into something permanent, right? I can put a needle on it or something, and it can, like, poke holes in a piece of paper or whatever. And then if I drag it over that same needle again over a diaphragm, it should be able to communicate back to me. Yeah. And so over time, he develops the phonograph, right? And he basically cracks the code as to how to record sound. But again, he didn't invent that process all of the tools necessary to do it already existed he just put it together in a way to do something different with it he he was a big picture kind of guy he could see how all these different aspects could come together to make one thing and it's just like with uh, the film camera right like he's in france he sees this these two brothers that were they had this revolving wheel that would have all these different photographs on it 
and it would give the illusion of movement. And so he's like, well, fuck. Okay, a motion picture. If I try, if I did the same thing, but I put it on a long strip instead of just a self-contained wheel, I could make it as long as I wanted. Invents the fucking motion picture camera, right? Yeah. So it's like technology already existed. He just was like, I can make this better. Yeah. I can make it better. And so it's like, it's kind of, it, I'm grateful for the fact that he was able to do that because now we have all of the things that we enjoy. But at the same time, it's just really shitty that he gets all of the credit for all of these things. You know, us talking about like pictures and cell phones makes me want to do one on like Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah, 100%. But yeah, then, um, you know, with the one reason the light bulb can be processed, like processed widespread to begin with, like by the other people for the 60 years is because the material in it cost a whole lot more and it was hard to get. Like, I think they needed, what was it, I think it was like um, platinum or some shit for, mm-hmm. the fir- or for the first people that made the light bulbs. Well, yeah, well, they were trying to use copper filament, and they were trying to use a bunch of different things. Carbon filament. Well, that's what Edison came up with, was a carbon-cotton filament, right? So it was a carbonized cotton filament, and that's what allowed him to finally crack the code for the light bulb. It's going to bother me if I don't find this. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it was a... So the original light bulb, it was an efficient light bulb, but it couldn't become a commercial success because the high cost of platinum and the coiled platinum filament they couldn't produce it widespread because that shit's expensive as hell as hell especially back in the late 1800s yeah and then you know is there anything else you want to add before we get to wherever he does the power stations like when he uh i feel like before we get into the current wars we should probably talk about tesla up until no this is just where he's saying, like, where he opened his first, before Tesla got involved. Oh, when he opens his, his shop at uh, Manlo Park and everything? Yeah. Yeah. So, he ends up opening the shop, and he's kind of playing around with direct current. And, you know, he's trying for years and year, or I guess, yeah, I, w- I would say years and years to try to provide electricity widespread. Because at this time, they do have electricity, but... It's more of like, hey, we can only control this one single room. Yeah, it's a novelty more than it is anything anyone can actually use. And so he's pretty much able to power shit in one room. It's not fucking widespread enough to be like, hey, we can do something with this. Yeah. Especially in the early stages of it, he's just shit. <laughs> but I guess we'll go ahead and get on to... Yeah, I, mean, I, I was trying to bounce like bounce around without bringing Tesla uh, into it, but, but it's, it's kind of hard. hard at this point. Yeah, like once you get talking about the the current wars, that's when it gets sketchy, right? So, you want to dive into Nikola Tesla's early early life? <clears throat> yeah, so Nikola Tesla, he was born on June twenty eighth, eighteen fifty six, and he died on January seventh, nineteen forty three. And as everybody knows, he's an engineer electrical engineer inventor mechanical engineer this motherfucker he's just an inventor yeah he's a renaissance man for real as we've already talked about he made alternating current power which if you don't know what that is it's helps current travel farther because it sends instead of like direct current going one way alternating current it'll send it one way and it'll come back the other way 
so it can travel over longer distances. So instead of just being able to travel two blocks, it can travel 200 miles. Yeah, so to get into a little bit more of the nitty-gritty on how that works, so if you think of direct current as exactly what it sounds like, just a straight line of energy from point A to point B, um, what ends up happening and why it's so inefficient is the fact that as it's traveling, it's heating up the whatever um, material it's passing through. So you end up losing like 90% of your energy to heat radiation coming off of it right so what tesla discovered was that if you alternated the frequency of the electricity basically fluctuating it up and down it creates like a sine wave and as that wave undulates it gives the cable or whatever it's passing through time to cool down as the energy is passing through it right and so instead of losing an obscene amount of your energy to heat because everything's heating up. It allows everything to stay at like a moderate temperature, which allows it to travel much, much farther. And it can also use the waves that it's meeting to help propel the energy forward. It basically acts like little springboards every time it heats and it hits another peak or valley in the wave of energy traveling through the, uh, the cable. So it's fucking brilliant, honestly. Like, it's absolutely fucking brilliant. And one thing that fails to get mentioned a lot of times when people talk about Tesla is the fact that he came to America specifically to try and sell alternating current. He came up with that on his own, almost as a teenager, hearing about what was being done with direct current energy by Edison. Edison was his hero. He wanted to come to America to work for Edison in the hopes that he could show up at Edison's door and say, hey, look at this thing that I've come up with. Isn't this fantastic? We should work together. And then Edison just fucking shit in his soul. Yeah. Okay, but a little bit more, more about <laughs> Tesla. So his dad was actually a priest at, or for the Eastern Orthodox Church, and his mother whose dad was actually also a pastor at the East Eastern Orthodox church. And, uh, his mom was actually, she was kind of more, I guess you would say like a stay at home mom, which I'm sure a lot of women were at this time. I don't mean that in a sexist way, <laughs> but, uh, she was really known for making like a bunch of home craft tools and like mechanical appliances. And like, she had a great memory, like, she could memorize songs, poems, all kinds of stuff like that. But she didn't really have a formal education. She was smart, but she didn't go to school. Right. And a lot of people believe that that's one reason Tesla had such a good memory is just from genetics and his influence from his mother and stuff like that. Well, Tesla also had four brothers and sisters, three sisters and an older brother. And his brother was actually killed on a horse riding accident when Tesla was only five. So, but he seemed to have a pretty good childhood for the most part. He was, he was born in Australia and he attended, they moved. Austria. Or what did I say? Australia. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My bad. He was born in Austria and he ended up moving to, okay. So whenever Tesla was in like, Whenever he was going into middle school, he moved to um, Karlov, Karlov, and that's whenever 
you know, with Austria at the time, like a lot of it was German speaking. So most of the classes were held in complete German. And that was something that he didn't know a lot about at an earlier age. So he kind of picked up and learned more and more from that. But he yeah, ended up... Him and his family spoke Hungarian, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And this is kind of during the time where he became interested in like physics and electricity because one of his physics professors, I guess, kind of did a lot of demonstrations with electricity and... He he was like, it's something that he really liked. He was like, it's, he wanted to know more. It was something that intrigued him, and he needed to know more about it. Well, he actually got so good in that class, his teacher accused him of cheating. And so it kind of ended up messing him up, but he finished his four years in high school in three years. And he ended up graduating in 1873. And this is whenever uh, Tesla had got sick. He got... Uh, was it cholera? cholera and he was in bed for like nine months and he almost died several times and his father actually promised him if he got better he would put him through the best engineering school that he could well i'm guessing that made tesla get better because obviously that's what ended up happening yeah yeah <laughs> so he ends up going to imperial royal technical college and Gars Grass in uh, 1875 on a military frontier scholarship. So that's whenever he starts doing as much as he can, which he actually did not graduate, which is a fucking crazy thing. I mean, and a lot of these really brilliant people have those problems. They right? get like, bored. They, they get bored. Yeah. I bet our listeners love listening to you try and pronounce foreign places and Bro, foreign names. Nah. <laughs> It's funny, though. I mean, <laughs> so it's like, it's funny, though. But yeah, so, yeah, and it's crazy, right? So like right there is a, is a huge dichotomy, right, between Edison and Tesla that you can look at, right? So it's like Edison has no education. Tesla is very highly educated. And it's also kind of plays into the way they saw the world, right? So like there's a great story about Edison where he had this young hotshot college engineer that had just joined his think tank and everything else and edison kind of didn't like him too much right like he appreciated the dude's mind and his work ethic but he didn't really like him he thought he was kind of snobby and like an elitist and so he asked him one day to calculate the volume of a light bulb and so this kid sits down and he busts out a piece of paper and an abacus and a ruler and he's like doing all the calculations about like it as a sphere and it as a cone and it as a cylinder to do an approximation for the actual volume and everything else. And before the kid gets done doing it, Edison takes the light bulb, fills it with sand, and then pours the sand back out into a measuring cup. And then just slaps it down on in front of the kid and knocks all of his papers out of his hand. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, it's one of those things like, look, dude, it took you for fucking ever to try and figure this out when you could have just done what I did. Yeah. But, you know, and it, it, it kind of shows the economy. And so imagine how well Tesla got along with Edison being that brilliant and that highly educated showing up in his think tank. Edison probably hated his fucking guts. So, okay, I'll get into this real fast. I won't spend too much time on this. So, Tesla ended up getting kicked out of school for not having the right residence permit. And then his father ended up dying the next month after he returned home at the age of 60 of an unidentified illness. And 
a lot of the people that he went to school with wanted to come back to gossip and it, he ended up in january of 1880 his two uncles had put together enough money to help him leave leave gossip and go to Pargru, where he wanted to study but he arrived too late to enroll at charles ferdinand university which he had never studied greek or czech and that was two required subjects that he had to know to attend this college but he ended up attending a bunch of lectures and philosophy and he ended up not even going and just basically i guess fell out but then this is wherever you start to get into kind of some of his inventions and he starts working at the budapest telephone exchange and this is where he he's just trying to make money at the time and he's repairing like telephones and stuff like that or no not telephones i'm sorry telegraphs (laughs) i'm a fucking idiot (laughs) so tesla's working at this uh telephone exchange and he's kind of working on the equipment they have and he says that he kind of perfected a telephone repeater and amplifier, but it was never patented or publicly described. And shortly after that, in 1882, is whenever he started, or he moved to the U.S., or he got another job in Paris with Edison's company. And Tesla began working in then what was a brand new industry, installing door lighting and shit like that. Obviously, this is whenever you kind of start to get into the whole Edison thing. He got a bunch of electrical engineering at this time and took advantage of the knowledge of engineering and physics that he had been around during this time. And he ends up getting introduced to to Edison. And then that's kind of where Edison starts to notice Tesla. And this is where the current war kind of starts as we start on with Thomas Edison. The basic story of it is that Edison had the DC power and it wasn't viable to be widespread throughout the country. And that's kind of what Thomas Edison was working for at the time. Okay, so this is when Edison starting in tesla's help and because like we talked about earlier tesla had came up with the ac power because the dc power just really wasn't a viable option it would cost a whole lot more money couldn't be really efficient especially because you'd have to have a power station every two blocks or so and it was only going to power a little section at a time where tesla's invention with the ac it could go for miles and miles and miles yeah like so, with little upkeep yeah so what it ended up being is they got all these big investors together right so your rockefellers your jp morgans your stanley's your um billionaire rich motherfuckers yeah yeah right like all, all uh westinghouse like all these people right and so they get that's who i was thinking about earlier westinghouse, westinghouse. yeah and so um yeah, they get them all together in this big conference, and basically Edison and Tesla are duking it out, and they're like, here's what my system can do, and here's how it would work, and here are the benefits, and blah, 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 blah. And what it all boiled down to was one single point that Tesla brought up where it was like, you don't need all the copper for my system. And that's what broke the bank right there. Everyone was just kind of like, Edison, it was nice for you to show up. You know, you have a nice day. They threw all this money at Tesla. He built this giant power plant on uh, uh, fucking Niagara Falls that powered fucking New York, right? Like coming off of that. And that just, that set the fucking ball rolling for Tesla. Now all of a sudden he's this huge celebrity. Like he's hanging out with Mark Twain and shit. Like 
And Edison just kind of falls by the wayside, right? Like Edison actually falls into a pretty deep depression um, because this is the first time in his adult life that he's not the talk of the town, right? Yeah. And so then that's when Edison gets super fucking sassy about the whole thing and just becomes vindictive as a motherfucker and starts going around and trying to undermine Tesla's power source by trying to convince the general public that AC current is just absolutely like the most dangerous thing to ever happen to the world and mm-hmm. is trying to convince the American public to turn their back on AC current and spends like a huge chunk of his own fortune doing like these public displays where he's like executing like or electrocuting animals, animals and, shit. and shit. Like it even comes down to the point where he electrocutes a full grown African elephant in front of a crowd at a park, like just to try and prove the point. Like, Edison was against capital punishment his entire life, did not believe in um, execution, but he starts writing letters to, like, state penitentiaries on the eastern seaboard trying to convince them to build electric chairs and use AC current to kill prisoners. He wanted AC current to be associated with death, but... Even after spending the equivalency nowadays of millions of dollars of his own money and everything else, nobody gave a fuck. They were just like, nope, it's cheaper. We like it. And, uh, like, it's crazy thinking about it now, but you gotta also think this was 150 years ago. But DC Power at the time was the only power they had. Like, it really... Gas? Well, I'm talking about as far as it goes, like, more than one location. Like, to try to branch from house to house. There was no grid. Yeah. Yeah. There was no power grid at this time. So, whenever Tesla came up with this alternating current and it could travel hundreds and hundreds of miles, it made it a whole lot better, especially for, like, where you had these small towns from, like, especially, like, in South Carolina, you have small towns everywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, we live in, like, the bigger areas like Greenville, Spartanburg, so it wouldn't be as bad with, like, DC power. I mean, it'd still be bad, but... It wouldn't be as bad. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no way you could power, like, a small rural town on D.C. No, no way. No. And so Tesla gets with... Uh, Dan, what was his name? Westinghouse. Westinghouse. And he starts bringing up the idea to Westinghouse about his wireless energy. And Westinghouse kind of, like... He's like, no. Westinghouse absolutely snowballed fucking tesla like the moment tesla slapped the documents down on his fucking desk and said look look at what i can accomplish westinghouse just was like no westinghouse tried to ruin him because all because it would affect his companies because he owned the rubber company and the copper company and uh didn't he also own the power pole company yeah so pretty much everything that he was making his millions off of Tesla would have fucking just threw that shit away. Right. And so in comes J.P. Morgan, right? So now Tesla gets the backing of J.P. Morgan because Morgan doesn't have stock in any of this shit. And so he's all like, hey, here's a perfect way for me to undercut Westinghouse and make all this money. I can fund the towers and everything else. And so he starts throwing all this money into um, Tesla. But unfortunately... As this is all kind of closing in and everything's starting to work out, war breaks out. Yeah. Now everybody's attention is going towards the war effort and everything else. And Tesla, honestly, up until this point, was kind of a pacifist. He didn't want to build anything that wasn't going to benefit mankind. And so because he wasn't involved in any of that, he kind of fell by the wayside. Now, Edison, being a fucking corporate shark, 
was just like, hey, what can I do to try and help out? So he starts converting his factories to like munitions factories and stuff like that, like chemical factories to make munitions, stuff like that. And so everyone's all like, hey, Edison, we forgot about you, bud. What's going on? Hey, yo, hey. And Tesla kind of falls to the wayside. So... And he never really recovers. Well, he does, but he doesn't, right? So now he's got this period of time where he is dabbling in, because he's come up with his wireless transmission systems and everything else. So he puts all these um, patents out to basically be like, hey, look, I can make small wireless devices. And he basically invents radio control, right? But because of everything going on in the world at the time, it's very difficult for patents to get approved and everything else because stuff's kind of in flux here in America and around the world and everything else. So he's got all these great ideas and he's doing these, you know, examples where he's showing people about how you can control a, a, you know, a car or a boat or whatever wirelessly. You don't even have to have a human being involved now. And he's trying to sell that to the United States for the war effort and say, like, look, I can power... An entire ship with nobody on it. It can all be done remotely. And so you can literally have robotic battleships that nobody has to die on if it sinks and everything else. And the United States government just cannot wrap their mind around it. It is just too foreign and too crazy and too futuristic and everything else for them to grasp on to the actual benefit that that would have. Like, we would have handedly won the war. Had the United States military been like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah. I mean, it would have been overnight. Like, you don't lo- you win a war and don't lose a single fucking troop? I mean, what the fuck? That's yeah. that's a win-win, right? And and Tesla had the fucking technology worked out. But nobody wanted to bite on it because it was too crazy. It was just too, too advanced. Nobody yeah. could understand it. And then what hurt him even more... Is that, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? I just completely brain farted on it. But the guy that's credited with inventing radio and everything else. So this dude actually steals seven of Tesla's patents that were pending at the at the patent office and goes around his back and basically invents radio. Tesla invented it. Yeah. And this dude stole his fucking patents and now he's accredited for it now. And it's like that just keeps happening to Tesla, man, throughout the rest of his life. People keep... He's not a good businessman. He's not a good businessman, and he doesn't... He's so focused on whatever he's working on, he doesn't see the snakes in the grass around him. He's trying to do the right thing, and all the greedy people are fucking him over. Mm -hmm. Long story short. Basically, yeah. And that's just that's the story of the rest of his life. And then it ends up with him, you know, an elderly man destitute because all of his patents have gotten stolen from him in some form or fashion or something like that like he just he can't make ends meet and so he finally says you know what fuck it i'm if you know if i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go out as a mad scientist basically and so he starts just diving into this absolutely out there fucking off the wall fucking technology and one of those austin earthquake Earthquake machine machine. okay it was a steam-powered oscillator and basically what that did, it took steam power and converted it into an electrical current, which that kind of goes into the whole hydro mechanic type shit, like how cars would run on water power and shit like that. Yeah. Which there's a lot of conspiracies around that too. A whole fucking lot. 
Yeah, well, you've seen all those videos online, right, where people are building, like, personal hydrogen um, systems yeah. inside their cars to help extend their gas life and everything? Yeah. And have you seen, like, a bunch of people have died that built, like, water-powered cars and shit? Yeah. But anyways, so Tesla, he's just coming up with new inventions because, as Ryan said, at this point, he's kind of becoming, like, a mad scientist, so he's trying to do the, or he's trying to do the, build the steam powered oscillator, and it actually causes a fucking earthquake on the block where this is at. Like it's just shaking and shaking and shaking. And they actually also have something else that this is kind of a conspiracy, you would say, but he managed to make it like the size as we would say, what would you say is the size of like a bot, like a twenty liter coke bottle yeah and supposedly it would make a building vibrate so much that it could collapse the building and like there there's conspiracies about him having that little bottle size machine that could cause an earthquake so could you imagine what he could do like in his fucking building like if he really did cause that earthquake because like i said a lot of these newer inventions we're talking about like wherever he's going through the mad scientist phase a lot of it's all conjecture. Like, it's all... None of it's proven. I guess, Ryan, do you want to get on to the death ray? I 100% am ready to talk <laughs> about the motherfucking death ray. So, World War II, right? It's in full swing. Fucking Axis powers fighting the fucking um, uh, ally powers and everything else. Great. You know, fucking terrible war. Everything's going to shit. So, Tesla says, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this war. <laughs> you know, I saw what happened in World War One. That was fucking garbage. Nobody wanted to try and, you know, do this peacefully. Then, I had all these great ideas. Nobody wanted to help do anything about it then. So, you know what? Now, fuck them. This is what I'm doing. And he creates this concept for a fucking death ray, right? And what it is, is you take a small particle of a... Um, like a material like a like a tungsten or something like that like a really hard metal and you basically put it inside of an accelerator and you get it moving so fast and pump so much fucking energy into it that when you shoot it out on the other end not only does it have a fucking critical mass of kinetic energy but it's also got critical mass of fucking potential energy so even when this tiny little piece of whatever hits whatever it's fucking hitting all that energy is released and so it's like you're it's like shooting a beam of bombs <laughs> at, at something and he had the technology supposedly he had the technology worked out like all the way he had i mean blueprint after blueprint after blueprint and blah 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 blah, blah how everything would work had all the math worked out and everything else and he tried selling it to the united states government but at the time obviously he wouldn't have been aware of it but they'd already gone all in on the Manhattan Project. And so they refused to buy his technology because they were betting on the nuclear bomb. But after or after Tesla died and after the war, like Austin was saying, all of a sudden, all of his fucking papers get fucking raided by the CIA. and every, Well, it wasn't CIA yet then. But like the FBI, early FBI and the early intelligence agencies, like the State Department and shit came in and just took everything and apparently tried for many years to try and make it work 
but Tesla intentionally left key things out of all of his papers to be able to make it work. I can't think of the name of it right now, but have you heard of that book that says Donald Trump's a time traveler? I'm sure you've heard of it at some point. It says that, I guess his uncle was one of the people that um, raided Tesla's house or whatever, and that he stole some of the documents. And there's like a book that was published a long time ago that gives like a bunch of fucking different things that's like with Donald Trump's life and shit. Yeah. And the dude in the book's name's Donald, and he has a son named Baron and a bunch of other wild shit, which whenever you look into it, it sounds like I know it's just a coincidence, but yeah. it, it sounds fucking crazy. Ugh. If you get a chance looking to Donald Trump being a time traveler, that shit, I mean, it, it's bullshit, but, right, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's fucking wild. Hell yeah, I'll look into it. But uh, another thing a lot of people don't know that I know Tesla is not accredited with the x-ray machine, but he was the first person to actually mess with x-ray technology like and say that like the radiation would be dangerous to humans if they absorb too much of it because he did he pretty much took the first x-ray by accident yeah and a few months later some guy actually came out with the x-ray machine which is fucking wild yeah i mean so. technically yeah i mean technically he was you know yeah God, he invented so fucking much man it's it's like everything that we use this is the crazy thing right is like don't get me wrong everything that edison created set the precedent and it ran off, but every single piece of technology that Tesla invented, we still use. We don't use anything Edison came up with anymore. Every single thing Tesla came up with, we still use, right? Like, like Tesla saw Edison's incandescent light bulb and said, that's bullshit. Why didn't they just do this and created the fucking fluorescent light? What do you see more of? Yeah, especially within the past 10 years. The past fucking 30, well, 40 years. Like, fluorescent light has been the standard for, like, industrial places that have to have the lights on all yeah, the I'm time. I'm talking about in the household. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, LEDs replaced everything now, yeah. but still, you go into most workplaces, what do you see? Fluorescent lighting. Yeah. And that's... All right, that's what I'm thinking of, fluorescent lighting. Yeah. And, hell, fucking Tesla invented fluorescent lighting in the fucking 20s, man. Well, teens. In the fucking teens. We still use it. We don't use fucking Edison's bullshit carbon fucking cotton filament light bulb. We, we haven't used those for years. Like, even for the past, like, 20 years, most light bulbs you buy are fucking halogen bulbs. You know? Yeah. Like, we don't use none of that. We don't use the fucking phonograph. You know what we use? We use fucking turntables. Forever after that, not a fucking phonograph. Like nothing Edison came up with, we still use. Did he set the standard? Did he set it up so that people could make advancements based on that further? Sure, absolutely. Not going to take that away from him. But everything Tesla made, we still use. Yeah, every fucking thing. Yeah. Now I wonder how much he did create that we don't know about. I'm oh, sure God, there's, there's probably document upon document upon document that, like, the CIA have and shit that, like, we'll never know of that is just the most out there wild shit. Not just that. I wonder, like, if the government was supported Tesla, I wonder how far we would be as a nation right now. Like, we'd probably be the number one country by a fucking long shot. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just, just wild, man. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. Anyways, Ryan, you want to get to the final thoughts? I just want to say... I mean, because I already went on my little rant just now about, like, 
Tesla and everything else. So as much as I think that it needs to be pointed out just how much that man accomplished for this world and everything else, the fact that history kind of abandoned him. And he's just really came back in the last 10 years, like in mainstream. Yeah, that's fucking horseshit, man. Like, I Pretty- I don't agree with it. I think that it's fucking stupid. I hope everybody out there that doesn't know his name eats a dick. Like, pretty much whenever Elon Musk started taking off Tesla, like the cars, that's whenever Tesla actually started becoming a, like being brought up in the mainstream again. Which, as you, as we stated in that, or in the podcast on Elon Musk, we have a high opinion on him too. Yeah, we like Elon. Do you think Tesla smoked weed? I don't. I don't think he did. I think he probably did a lot of cocaine. (laughs) <laughs> Staying up those late nights, just yeah. I think I, yeah. I think he definitely probably did a lot of cocaine, especially in like the teens and twenties. He he definitely had a snuff box. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that was a thing then, though. Like yeah, that's like weed is now. I mean, everybody was doing fucking cocaine and heroin and shit back then. Yeah, everybody. But no. So f- just final thoughts. I still think Edison's kind of a fucking dick. Like just as a person, right? Like nothing against his legacy or anything like that. But he was kind of a piece of shit. And um, he was self-centered, he was egotistical, he was stubborn, he uh, didn't pay any fucking attention to his family, all he cared about was his own legacy and his own name and everything else and what he could accomplish. He never really tried to do anything to help mankind whatsoever, everything was about furthering his own uh, perception in the world and everything else, so it's like, did he do a lot of great things? Sure. Did did he do it from an inventor's standpoint where it's like, I want to put something out there in the world to make things better. No, he never thought of it like that. Nothing he ever did was for the betterment of mankind. It was all for how can I make money or how can I make a name for myself? Yeah, and Nikola Tesla was the complete opposite. The exact opposite. Everything he did, he did because he wanted to be able to give things to the world. He wanted to make the world a better place. Exactly, and what did it make? What did it leave? What was his legacy that he left? Dying penniless in a fucking hotel room with three broken ribs because somebody beat him up and mugged him. As an 80-year-old man. This world's fucked up. Yeah. I'm just ready to see what the future holds with technology. Like, if they're doing this shit in the 18 and early, early 1900s. Yeah. Imagine where we'll be at in 30 years. Hell, imagine where we'll be at in 10 years. Dude, God only knows. Because, like, right now you got electric cars taking off. And a lot of that started with the company Tesla, which Tesla obviously didn't have anything to do with. Yeah. At all. <laughs> Although, although he did invent a battery system that was he was trying to sell to uh, General Motors back in the day, because so Edison was working with Ford to try and make a battery system for an electric car to get rid of um, internal combustion engines, but Ford wasn't willing to bite on it, right? Because no. Edison's battery designs were kind of subpar. Right, like they wouldn't have been very good. Tesla, on the other hand, came out with some that he was trying to sell to GM. That GM almost bought back in the fucking twenties. Thought it was uh, or thirties. Yeah, yeah, back in the thirties. Yeah, GM almost bought them. Like, like there were almost actual Tesla vehicles on the road back in the thirties because of his battery technology mm-hmm. that he was working on. But pretty much what Tesla did is kind of base their cars off of his technology. Yeah, for real. And could you imagine where we'd be at with cars 
if that had happened battery back powered in the thirties. Yeah, it'd be crazy. It's just if everybody had just put their fucking you know tucked their tail between their legs, legs buried their fucking pride, and just been a decent person and been like, hey. You know what? Fuck making all this money. You're right. That's a great idea. Let's try and make the world a better place. Dude, w- there'd be statues of fucking Tesla everywhere. Yeah. And the the wild I think this will be my final thoughts. I think the wildest thing about this whole shit is that everybody blackballed him. Everybody. Like, like that that's the biggest thing like imagine where we could be at today. I know I've already said this like mm-hmm. five times. But imagine where we could be at today if he had the type of money like fucking uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Or like anything yeah, like anything. that. Yeah, anything. Like, because his biggest thing is, like we said, he was broke. Yeah. And it's just because he kept getting fucked over and over and over again. Look, so there's a story, right, where when uh, Einstein first releases his general theory of relativity, right? So Nikola Tesla is sitting there and he's pouring over the papers and everything else because he was a true scientist and he was very interested in that kind of stuff, right? Like Edison, not so much. He didn't give a fuck. But um, uh, but no, Nikola Tesla's sitting there and he's reading his equations and everything else and he's very intrigued by it. And But he, he sees a problem, right? So before anybody else, even before the United States government or anybody else goes to Einstein to be like, hey, so... We saw where there's some stuff in your equations that there's a potentiality to be able to split the atom to create energy, right? And so obviously that kickstarts the Manhattan Project and everything else. But long before that, Tesla is sitting around reading through Einstein's papers and literally writes him a letter talking about that he thinks that Einstein should have hidden parts of his equations and not publish them because he saw the inherent risk in being able to split the atom. And he, so he writes Einstein this letter basically saying like as much of a benefit as this could be for mankind, if it was controlled in a productive way, the potentiality for the dangers outweigh that. And, you know, can humanity be trusted with the knowledge of how to release that much energy? And was basically like, dude, Einstein, you fucked up, man. Like, I see where you're coming from, but you didn't think about how fucking terrible people are. Yeah. And tried to warn everybody about the dangers of splitting the atom and how that could be, you know, the destruction of humanity. Long before anybody else even thought of that. And it's just like, God damn that dude. You know, like, like Tesla, like (laughs) he could see the fucking future, man. Yeah. Like. He was smart. (laughs) He was insanely smart. Like he's the purest form of what you should think of when you think of an inventor, right? Someone that just sits and thinks 50 years ahead of whatever the fuck it is you're thinking of. And he was brought up in a good household. That's one reason, like, he was the type of person he was. He was always wanting to do what's best for everybody, not what's best for himself. Yeah. But anyways, you got anything else? or I got nothing else other than just tell everybody out there in podcast land, you can go on YouTube, go on you know their wiki pages do whatever do your own research on edison and tesla especially tesla man like we'll probably end up doing a whole episode on tesla one day just like like a deep dive yeah just because that dude was absolutely incredible um 
And it's just, it, it's so fucking sad to think of people out there that don't really get their due when it comes to the the great achievements that they made for humanity. I'll give like another good example. We need to do an episode on Michael Faraday one day. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally, we owe everything in this world that's powered in some way that you if it's something that you can just turn on is directly owed to michael faraday and that man literally never spent a single day in school nothing like he literally just pulled himself up by the bootstraps and just figured out how the fucking universe works it's crazy that's the craziest thing some of the smartest people and like biggest inventors they didn't even go to school no because they were just so fucking poor yeah. I mean, Michael Faraday literally worked in a. I think he was like a a, a smolder fa- or a sm- smelting factory, right? Like he he just melted steel and shit all day as an eight year old. <laughs> like that was his job. Like he was basically a slave to this rich aristocrat because his parents were so poor they sold sold him to him. Yeah, and then now the entire modern world owes him a huge debt. But how many people even know who the fuck Michael Faraday is? Not many. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's so sad. It's just like Tesla. Nobody, when I was growing up, I never heard his name. I didn't start hearing his name until like the 2000 teens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He got brought up. He started getting brought up again. Because of the car company. Yeah. 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 Man does not get the credit where credit's due. It's sad. All right. But that does it for our episode. Make sure you go on any of our platforms. Give us a five-star rating please drop a comment or a review that helps put us closer to the tops of the charts helps people find us helps you you know build the community then you might actually have some other fucking losers to talk to (laughs) you know what i'm saying and uh you know join us on our patreon we got multiple tiers on there different advancement rates obviously the more people to join and the more money that gets put into the system the more that we can actually put in to provide you with more content and better content give you some merch everything else but Again, that stuff doesn't come free. We're just two, you know, blue-collar, working-class stiffs, so it's not like we have a ton of money to throw around. And we'd really like to get a camera so y'all can see us fuckers sometimes. Yeah, I am fucking gorgeous. Austin, not so much, but... But, uh, yeah, please please join us on all our platforms and please interact. Um, you know, we'd like to build a community where we can just talk wholesale shit about anything that we're talking about. Obviously, you don't have to be polite or nice. You can tell me I'd look like a fucking dickhole. But, um, yeah, join us on all our platforms. Please, please, please send keep us- listening and send us pictures of your parents naked. And also send us the most fucked up memes you can find. The most fucked up ones you can absolutely find. Uh, Just, yeah. (laughs) Sorry if I've been kind of out of it today. I've been up all fucking day since early this morning. So, Well, I mean, we haven't been working a lot. It's hard working as a lot, Lizard. (laughs) So You got that rash taken care of, right? Yeah, yeah. I bought like three things of cream for it. Okay. You didn't get that rash from her too, did you? I didn't, no, no, because unlike somebody in this room, I wrapped my tool. It was super wet that day, but I think that was just the syrup that was on her. Yeah, well, plus it rained. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, we ended up having to move her outside the house. We just have this big tarp we throw over whenever it rains, and sometimes it leaks through. Yeah, we didn't need to get a new tarp. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for joining the Brology Podcast. Be sure to check us out next week. What are we doing next week? Princess Diana? You want to go ahead and knock yeah, that we'll one out? Yeah, we'll knock out Princess Diana next week. 
say join us for the princess diana because that gets fucking interesting as fuck it really does plus again like we said on the royal family episode like it's kind of the same thing with nikola tesla like don't get me wrong everybody was all about her in the 90s in the early 90s but it seems like everybody forgot that she was actually like a fucking good person that definitely deserves for people to still be talking about her like mother Teresa, not so much diana yeah all right, we'll catch y'all next week. Later.